Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Modern Superior. Hello and welcome to episode 310 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, April 18th, 2018, and my name is Dan Gorman, and son, if there's one thing I know, it's how to read a woman. For example, that woman over there thinks I'm disgusting, and that one thinks I'm Bigfoot, (laughs) and that woman is wondering if she should call the cops and have me thrown out of the school. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons, and... I have a saying that goes, you can't teach a manatee any tricks. <laughs> My name is Greg Legro, and we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. We want to be free to ride. We want to be free to ride our machines without being hassled by the man. <laughs> and we want to get loaded. We have... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just got mud honey tickets. <laughs> <laughs> We have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Two of us saw Rampage and one of us saw Cybermutt. We mm-hmm. will talk about those two films in a punishment album in Film Roulette. All of this and more. Please email us at info at modernsuperior.com if you have any feedback. Please rate and review us on iTunes. It's a great way to help the show. Uh, word of mouth really helps out. Go to modernsuperior.com and click on the Patreon button. $2 gets you into our Slack channel where you can talk about movies and more with us and others. And anything higher gets you bonus content. Um, And also, please go find us on Twitter and Facebook at SYNWPC. What's going on? Mm, How about that weather? Am I right? What in the sweet fuck? Yeah, hey, you know who can go fuck themselves is uh, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all over, man. Yeah. Uh, I've got family in Wisconsin that are posting the same shit. Oh, I thought <laughs> I thought you were predicting no, it's all over, man. Predicting the Game apocalypse. Over. It's all it's over. All over man. Yeah. for an icy hell. This is lie down. It's done. <laughs> That's why I'm having this yeah. big glass of scotch. You are having a big I'm glass a of big scotch. I'm having a big fucking glass of scotch here. I'm done driving for the day. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, why man. I'm having this big glass of a poison pill. <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm having a scotch episode. This is happening. Nice. Yeah. Scotch episode. Scotch episode. Yeah. The weather's been crazy. Mm-hmm. Back and forth. Hot and cold. The, the weekend was a write-off. I was like, oh, I just won't go out there <laughs> as much as yeah. I can. Oh, we just definitely stay inside. tried. Well, we couldn't do that. We had to go home to our parents. Oh. Well, my parents specifically, yeah. uh, to help them sell the house and get it ready and everything. Mm. Oh, my God. Um, and then we had to immediately turn around the next day at 9 a.m. and go home so that we yeah. didn't get stranded yeah. in the ice storm. Yeah. 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 
It was wild. I drove uh, like four blocks to the grocery store, and it was terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I drove uh, two and a half hours uh, to and from my parents' house. Yeah. Uh, just jerking the car yeah, back yeah. from the wind. Yeah. Yeah, I drove, like, right before it was the day it was like, this is going to rain, and then it's going to freeze, and I was in yeah. the rain, and like, oh, thank God, and then I got home, and that's when it started to freeze, so mm. luckily. Yeah. <laughs> but the next day, it was it was, it was was wild. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, it sucked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is literally a one-minute car ride from our house to the daycare mm-hmm. took me 20 minutes. Oh, yes. Man. I yeah. slid to and fro <laughs> here and there. Yeah. Uh, Beatrice thought it was hilarious. Yeah, wee. I was like, boy, I hope I don't kill my daughter and I <laughs> yeah. on the way to the daycare today. <laughs> at least she'll die doing what she loved, <laughs> laughing at her father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at my misfortune. <laughs> Get used to it. I had a very nice moment of, I got really lucky de-icing my car. Uh, there had been like a little bit of a warm up in the morning. And some rain to loosen up the nice. ice. And all of the snow and ice that was on the roof of the car yeah. slid off with a push. Oh, nice. Uh, in one big glooping thing. That sounds like, satisfying. Plop, 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 yeah. Down the back of the car. And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> that, that really is a lot of fun when yeah. that happens. Less fun yes. when that same ice slide yeah. Yeah. decides to loosen itself. When you're on the 401. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. And then it goes, hey, guess what? I'm taking one of your windshield wipers with me. Oh, no. <laughs> also, it's raining, and it's <laughs> windshield wiper it's... in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> so you oh, drive no. down 401 the rest of the way, looking out the other side of the car. <laughs> yes. That sounds awful. Like really a reverse Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking stupid, mm. and I was like... Fuck you, Canada! But now I know it's just the Earth dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, we have lots to talk about in our first segment, movie news and things that we have been watching, a.k.a. Yeah. the Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee, yeah. a.k.a. New News. Hmm? Um, news. Did you guys have anything off the top of the head from news? There's been a lot of sad news. Like right off the dome? Yeah. Harry yeah. Anderson, man. I, yeah. I can't. I uh, That is... Uh, it's not that, you know, I haven't been up on his career. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, because he hasn't really been doing all that sure. crazy much. I didn't uh, really watch, you know, Dave's World. No. Um, no. Uh, but it's just an enormous piece of my childhood. I, uh, like, you know, I- in every sense of the word, uh, Harry Anderson and then later Harry T. Stone yeah. was just magic. Yeah. Like, he showed up on th- on my favorite things, like yeah. Cheers. Oh, and he was great on Cheers. Yeah. As so Harry great. the Hat. Yeah, fucking Harry. And, and I was just like, oh, my God. You know, because you never knew. Like, is he being a dick or is he helping him? Yeah, What's yeah. happening? <laughs> Co- coach is stupid. <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and and then, of course, Night Court yeah. was like. Which I obsessively watched. Oh, I, I watched the shit. And that show aggressively jumped the shark. I mean, oh, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it really did a good job of recasting everything. You know, they got Marky Post and Marsha Warfield. Yeah. And because the lady before Marky Post was no good. Um, and then the old lady before Marsha Warfield was fine. She just wasn't Marsha yeah, Warfield. Yeah, no, Marsha Warfield. Roz was definitely the. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially like her relationship with Bull. It was yeah. like the best. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah. So like that show 
and then of course Dan Fielding. But again, yeah. it's it was all like it's all entirely uh, uh, Harry Stone. Yeah, like he was like, oh man, adults can be so whimsical and be judges. Yeah, <laughs> at the same time, and uh, and that like really informed uh, informed a lot of who I am. Yeah, yeah. And I it, didn't watch any of that, and I only really know Night Court as like a reference point. Yeah, and so I was kind of like wondering if i should go now and watch a bunch of night court you probably should it's <laughs> yeah it's a little uneven because it has it's dated yeah. yeah uh but the soundtrack is dynamite that fucking opening theme can't Amazing. beat that and uh the, it's the perfect vehicle for harry anderson's style yeah cool. uh he gets to incorporate a lot of his magic and weird stuff like that in there and it works right and it's really worth watching for the marvel that john larroquette yeah was on that show he won the Emmy four years in a row, uh, nice. which no one had done before. <laughs> and then uh, in the fifth year, he asked them, please stop nominating me. <laughs> I'm starting to feel weird about this, which is kind of amazing. Yeah. It is a remarkable performance. So it's uneven, but it's really worth it because Harry Anderson is he's magic is uh, not to be all, you know, because he uses magic. But yeah. his magic is Harry T. Stone and his really and his uh, comic timing with Mac. Yeah, is pretty superb yeah uh and then how they all play off of dan is just wonderful it's a really worthwhile yeah like it, you, you're gonna be like there's show. gonna be a bunch of jokes where you're like okay yeah there's yeah. some dumb shit but yeah. there's some really good shit like yeah. some really really solid uh solid wordplay yeah. like that 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 show was uh, was big on wordplay yeah yeah. Also, uh, you'll be like, "Wow, kids sure did like this show about a sex maniac and a lot of hookers." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was yeah. another. That was the kind of thing because I, I kind of saw a lot of people saying that that show was such a big thing of their childhood, and I never really knew that it was something that a lot of children like growing up in the eighties watched. I yeah. didn't know that it was like a touchstone for for younger audiences. Yeah. Oh, it was like uh, my two things were like this in the Cosby Show. Yeah. Okay. Huh. <laughs> Like those were the that's it right I mean oh well, other oh, things happen court, you, you oh well cheers family and, ties and, and cheers and yeah family ties and, yeah but even and, for uh, I didn't what, yeah. growing pains yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, I, but I was touch and go with growing pains you know it's like I didn't watch every week you yeah. you watch it you just touch yourself and then yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta go, go. Thanks, right? thanks Mike <laughs> done yeah. Mike yeah I, <laughs> whoa <laughs> Carol <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> that's a lot of fun. And then, <laughs> hi, I'm Jeremy Miller. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love. I that's one thing I miss on sitcoms that there was always one kid with zero discernible personality. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's oh, what they. Fun. Yeah, they, but they bring him back. DJ's back on Roseanne. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to wonder. Yeah. He's in the first episode, and yeah. then not. Uh, and then he shows up again in the fourth episode. Yeah. The storm's out. Never to be seen again in that episode. Yes. Mm. I think he just shows up to be like, see, we got everybody. Yeah. <laughs> because he'll say a word and he'll be like, goodness, you're not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> At all. Yeah. Um, so uh, so good on him. But mm-hmm. good Lord, Lisey Gorenson is just great. Yeah. Love her. Um, Fourth episode is a good one. Uh yeah yeah there's a lot of stuff there's yeah. a, a, a real lot of stuff and you know what I really like I really like that Darlene has like matured into a person like uh, yeah uh and it's a very good performance I think we yeah. kind of glossed over how good Melissa Gilbert is yeah, um, yeah. always has been yeah so good uh, and I in our Slack channel for the Patreon it was brought to her attention ooh Jennifer V I think uh I guess oh yeah Melissa Gilbert's an executive producer and I guess co-showrunner on yeah. this thing. Or co-runner. So that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah. 
it's uh, working it's, so well. It's even-handed, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So neat. Yeah. Sitcoms are good. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, just got, got off track. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Harry Anderson, I'm, I'm so upset that he's gone. It's yeah. one of those things where I'm like, well, I don't like the world yeah. without him in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's just terrific. Yeah, it was a big yeah. bummer. Yeah. Um, and then we also lost. We can touch on quickly the, uh, something that we'll talk about in our bonus episode a little yeah. bit. But we also lost a director. Yeah. Yeah, Milos um, Forman. Milos Forman. Yeah. Of such films as Amadeus, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest, and many, many others. Mm-hmm. People versus Larry Flynn. Yeah. The moon. Yeah. Tons yeah. of like you know all timers in that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I saw a tweet from uh, Jim Carrey when Milos Forman died. Just all about him. Just uh-huh. just being like, oh, so glad I got to so glad I got to play with you and we got to be spirits together or some <laughs> fucking nonsense like that. I'm like, I'm sure he barely tolerated he's just you. Just trying to express himself. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Jim Carrey is the worst. <laughs> but yeah, Milos Forman. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a Patreon member, we will be talking about one flew of the cuckoo's nest. Who else? Uh, check that out. Yeah, there's yeah. been it's just it's just Fitzy a, Shore died. Yeah, which is kind of polarizing, I think, because I see, you see a lot of comedians saying like, "Wow, she gave so many people their start and everything, and she's so amazing for that." And I'm like, "Yeah, didn't she make a ton of money off of not paying comedians any money whatsoever?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Yep. I feel like it's just been an unending, you know, parade of people. Taken, taken yeah. off to the other. We at least side. It it's such a it, it pump the brakes for, for a while. while then they were like, "That was out of control." Back at it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, bummer. Yeah. Um, was there any other news that you guys had off the top? I don't. I don't really. Think yeah. Um, were there trailers? I had a couple things, but oh, I did see that Jim Carrey trailer. Have you seen that? No. Uh, some kind of crimes. Um, I Is started to watch it, and and it seems like they're really that that trailer is. More so than even the solo trailers, skating around the lead character's performance. Yeah. Uh, like, to the point where I'm like, does he have a hilarious accent? I know. Or like, you know he's he? got an accent. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. so gross. But I, I started to watch it, and then I was, and, and all I was doing, I do not care about that movie at all. <laughs> But all I was doing was trying to figure out if he's got a saucy little Irish that's accent. Why, yeah, that's what I spent the whole time doing too. And then the and then the trailer, like the the video, kind of screwed up, and then I couldn't watch the rest of it. And I was like, oh, I could find it again, or I could just forget all about this. I'll, and here, I'll tell you what: they don't. You, your questions will not be answered no. by that trailer. Oh, really? So the yeah. mystery is still: does he yeah, have a yeah, saucy yeah, little accent? Say enough, or ever like above, like like kind of a whispery talk thing. So mm. We shall see. But he's grown a beard, so he's you know he means business. He, he means it. <laughs> he's back on the Oscar train. Yeah. Um, there was one note in the ongoing attempts to continue the Mad Max uh, series. Yeah. Um, there's a lawsuit going on right now that oh. may prevent future sequels. Uh, George Miller, his production company, and Warner Brothers are going to court. Um, Miller's company is suing the studio for unpaid earnings on Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, and uh, apparently they apparently Warner Brothers acted in an awful, awful way. And uh, this means waiting for Mad Max 5 or 6, which apparently there are scripts for. And yep. uh, and Miller has there's a quote here where he said, like, you know, 
We'd much prefer to be making movies with Warner Brothers, but uh, we're trying for a year and they won't come to any kind of, you know, sane conclusion with us. And so I guess that just means no more Mad Max, even though this was wildly uh, acclaimed. Enormous success. (laughs) Huge box office. Critically acclaimed across the board. No one thought it could be done. And it was. uh, What kind of a scumbag company does Warner (laughs) Brothers have to be? And, ha- and, like, leave George Miller alone. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't he done enough? Just giving you joy. He was like, you know what? Yeah. I, I, I've given you enough a, a post-apocalyptic fucking madness. Yeah. How about your kids? They're going to give them some penguins. They're going to go crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking weird that he did that. But it was enormous. Like, let yeah. him do what Big he does. Success. That, yeah, yeah. that Justice League he was going to do. That would have been gangbusters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would have been, been worth my time. Yeah, <laughs> sure would. Sure. Yeah, so... Maybe that'll sort itself out sometime, hopefully. Yeah, I would like some more Mad Max, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, uh, I also very quickly wrote down that uh, Shudder is going to be doing a 24-hour horror-a-thon with Joe Bob Briggs. Um, mm. And if anyone knows Whoa. who Joe Bob Briggs is, he's the host of Monster Vision for TNT, which was a kind of an up-all-night USA up all night kind of style hosted yeah, yeah, yeah. horror show yeah, drive in yeah yeah he was the kind of like uh, rootin' tootin' horror host yeah <laughs> drinking beer he and was a cowboy yeah uh, <laughs> he had that uh, thing he's to quite him. a thing in the, yeah yeah I my uh, copy of uh, Blood Feast nice is a Joe Bob Briggs presents sweet yeah yeah so that could be huh. really cool yeah that's that's interesting that's yeah. a deep that's a deep pull yeah I'm I was like I hope this happens and I will yeah. watch it. <laughs> Interesting. Um, what have you guys been watching, though, this uh, past? I'll ease everything in okay. before going off topic away from our what have we been watching. Okay. One of my nights of watching stuff was taken up by uh, going out. I went out into the world and saw a music concert. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went and saw Ty Seagal. Nice. Yeah. Um, which I won't go too long into because it's not like a huge, huge act. Most people know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, not like you saw Steven Seagal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a pretty good guitar player. Yeah. Um, if you don't know who Ty Seagal is, you should probably figure it out. Uh, he puts out like, oh, an album or two every year. Yeah. And it's yeah. always fucking dynamite. Tons of albums. Yeah. Just home run after home run uh, with uh, various hot spots here and there check out manipulator check out melted mm-hmm. and uh this year's uh, freedom's goblin is fucking dynamite uh he has an acoustic album called sleeper that's just beautiful and heartbreaking yeah. and full of gorgeous melodies. that's a cool record he's just this young dude who just keeps pounding out fucking albums and what's cool is uh i first time i saw him play was when i was at work yeah he played rancho relaxo to it's so wild many people so wild to think yeah because how how many albums did he put out at that point? Probably a few, right? Mm, but not like a ton. Two, like yeah, two. I bought I bought his. I, I was like, this guy's amazing. Yeah, I bought the vinyl and shit. Still have the poster, which is great. Um, and then I did see him another time um, a few years later at a, a Toronto club called Parts and Labor, but I don't remember that show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was younger times. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Anyway. But when they, so it was kind of cool to watch the elevation of his playing a small room like Rancho to a bigger loom, room like yeah. Parts and Labor to playing a big fucking room like yeah. Fourth Music Hall, and it was packed. That's so Dinosaur awesome. Jr. there last year, and it was not this full. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Kids were throwing themselves from the stage and crowd surfing all over the place, and I was like, you know what? Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was, but it was like. Uh, uh, what's the respectable moshing? What's well, I don't know what it was. Yeah. 
there was a very joyful experience. Like they were really these kids were people weren't uh, up, uh, like uh, uh, fucking animals like they were when we <laughs> yeah, were. Yeah, no, it was really there was a great energy in the room, and every t- and it was like literally every thirty seconds, some kid would get up there and fucking fling himself properly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> into the audience and carried nicely, and we watched the whole concert. Ty Segal said like two things. It was wicked. Nice. <laughs> it was like we have two songs left. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right on, man. Nice. It was great. Uh, it was wonderful. I had a wonderful time. It's nice to go out and uh, nice to be out in the world. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Ty Segal, like? check it out. You're yeah. Gonna, go you're gonna want to go listen on Spotify or whatever your streaming. He service finally, you uh, like, literally two weeks ago, put everything up on streaming. Yeah. It wasn't there before. Yeah. Uh, I would I would say Gateway is either going to be Melted or Manipulator. Yeah. Is the was the White Fence album released under his name, mm. or was it under the name White Fence? I believe it's under the name. White okay. Because that was cool too. That is cool. He does have <laughs> side things. There's, yeah. You know, you, there's a lot of stuff. If a ton of albums a year wasn't enough, yeah. He yeah, also yeah, does he's some side things. projects. Yeah. <laughs> and bands he plays drums in. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. I did a thematic viewing that I won't speak about for too long, but it was recently Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I had you to... You watched Saturday the 14th? We watched Saturday the 14th. <laughs> Strikes back. <laughs> um, I watched uh, what has long been, in my opinion, the most underrated of the Friday the 13th movies, and I wanted to check it out again because it had oh. been a long time since I saw it. What is your most underrated? I believe one of the most... Uh, I think the most underrated is Friday the 13th, The New Blood, um, uh, oh, which yes. is where he fights a telekinetic telekinetic teen. Right. That's hard to say. Yep. Um, and I think this is just so much fun, and people get down on it because it was one of the ones that was most affected by the MPAA cuts. So there's not a ton of gr- extremely gruesome gore, mm-hmm. but the stuff that is there is pretty good, and it's a lot of reveals after the fact, but it works, yeah. and it's a, it's, it's a lot of fun, and it just ends up being Carrie versus Jason, and a whole house blows up by the end of it, yeah. and the characters are silly and fun in the way that you want from this. I don't know. It con- consistently gets like lowest of the low ratings, and I don't yeah. get it. I like it. It's not, uh, <laughs> it's not the worst one. Yeah, uh, the worst one is uh, New Beginning. Yeah, That's New Beginning pilot jug. <laughs> Never watched New Beginning. Yeah, but yeah, it's low for me. It's I for me now that I've revisited, I'm like this is in terms of favorites, maybe not best. Yeah, it's like right maybe up there, second or third. Interesting. In terms of I like will, favorites, not we'll have to revisit. Yeah. It might just be there's a certain type of person that goes for this one. I don't know, but I really I think number two is maybe the best, and then I would put. One and three up there for yeah. favorites with this. But I think with three yeah. is my favorite. Yeah, uh, and final is chapter probably, is really probably good, is though. the best one. Yeah, as far as you know, quality film. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Final chapter is good. Yeah, real good. Yeah. Oh, final chapter is great. Up there, man. Yeah. There's some solid shit in there. Yeah. So, uh, but again, none of these, none of the Friday the Thirteenth movies are like great. No, there isn't like a great no. one. There's even no, the first no one, Nightmare on Elm yeah. Street Part One. No, even the first one is just like this is pretty good, pretty yeah. fun, pretty sure. entertaining. Fine, yeah. doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> none of these characters are interesting. And yeah. goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, New Blood Friday the Thirteenth. I gave mm-hmm. it a whirl and Why I not? enjoy it. All right. What have you guys got for us, Casey? Uh. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of watching of anything. Anytime that I do get a chance to watch something, mm-hmm. 
It is a television show. Yeah. So I've really only got two television shows on the go right now, and I talked about them both already. Oh, yeah. All but right. I'm all caught up on both Legion and, tr- well, no, I've got one more episode of Trust mm, to nice. watch. But mm, Still uh, digging them? Yeah, those shows just get better and better. Nice. I mean, Trust is Trust is just great, but Legion is just yeah, fucking really phenomenal. That. <laughs> like, yeah, I got to start that. So good. And yeah. like, so like, so masterfully done where it's like, you know, the type of thing where it's kind of like, oh, who's this guy? And that guy might be that guy. And why is she coming over yeah. here now? <laughs> and what's, what's this guy's deal? Is he this guy or is he that guy? <laughs> in that guy? Um, and, and sometimes you, you're watching a show with all that and you're just like, shut up. <laughs> what's all, going on? All of these things. Shut up. This this show does it so perfectly so that you're following everything perfectly. You're like, mm. oh, this and this and this. And then you have your theories. Oh, well, I think this guy, I think old Mr. Baskethead is this guy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, and like the first season was great. Yeah. The first season start to finish was just great. But the second season is mind blowing so yeah. far. I got to like, start it. Yeah. Oh boy! Started. Oh, you haven't seen any of it. Oh no, I've started the second season. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, no, I saw the whole first season. Fucking loved it. Yeah, yeah. so and good. And the second season just like it, it, it's almost like Fargo, where the first season's like, yeah, you know what? This will make me watch the second season. Yeah, and then the second season is just like kick you in the crotch. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Nice. 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 Yeah, oh, yeah. and one quick thing about trust. Uh, I, I forgot to say my favorite uh, uh, performance. The, the kid who plays Paul uh, uh, Getty is fantastic. Like, oh, boy, they got a really fucking great kid for this. But I think my favorite performance so far, Brendan Fraser. Nice. Nice. Yeah, nice. he's great. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, so trust and... Uh, yeah. Trust and Legion, get Legion, into get it. Into it. What have you been getting into, Greg? Um, well, I also was doing a continuing on what I talked about, like TV shows. Yeah. Uh, same kind of shit where I'm watching a lot of shows, and I'm just uh, getting close to caught up with uh, Last Man on Earth. Nice. Which, I, I uh, one little thing I'll say about it is, in kind of thinking about it after we talked about it last week, because I know Casey yeah. hasn't seen too much of it. And, See, dog. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say each ep- uh, I quite like the first season, but every... Every new season is better than the last. Yeah. Right. So right now I'm watching the fourth. I'm like, I think this is the best one. Yeah. Um, and like one is like really good. Two is great. Then three is where it really becomes magic. And four is just extending that. Nice. The unpredictability of it. And uh, yeah, great performances. And it just uh, it just it, it it it's no it's nowhere near being what the show the, the same show it was at the beginning. Nice. And so I do implore you to give it a. A world case, yeah. and there's so many I, cameos of people that uh, yeah, like you every enjoy. time I see something on Instagram or something where I'm like, oh man, Fred Armisen, yay! Yeah. Oh, Jason Sudeikis, I love those <laughs> yeah. guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's worth your time. Yeah, you're gonna find something in it. Um, so yeah, but I did find some time to try out a motion picture. Nice. Mm. Um, so last night I watched Red Sparrow. Oh, huh? Out of just yeah, that was my huh? Yeah, I want to know curious. what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, like Jennifer Lawrence, big movie star. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of success lately. No, uh, d- no one liked Mother. <laughs> Some people did. Some but people really loved. Didn't I they? don't know about that. I don't like, know. I, I've, I've seen uh, like people that I really respect. Yeah, that, like yeah. I've seen tweets like, "Oh my God, your movie is so amazing! Thank you for this wonderful movie." And I'm like, "What? Did you see Mother?" <laughs> <laughs> They're like, 
oh, you're not uh, Albert Brooks? Sorry, yeah. never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just really like that other movie called yeah, Mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It tastes like an orange foot. An yeah. Orange foot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good you movie. Named the layer of ice. ice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a protective layer. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Mother. Uh, let's say uh, underperformed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, passengers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not not a success. No. Joy could, was a big hit. I feel like. Oh, I feel like Joy yeah. was. Uh, was it a big hit? It got I don't tons think it of was. money. Did I think it it, I think money? It made a lot of money. Yeah. Well, people weren't nuts. But about I, it, yeah, though. the reviews were kind of like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought she was good in it, but it wasn't a great movie. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah, like a little bit of. I feel like there's something else in there that didn't work out. Um, so, and then this didn't either. I, yeah. oh, you know what? I looked at it, the uh, uh, the budget and then what it made, and it did fine. Yeah, worldwide, okay. Yeah, but still, like, it, you should be a bigger deal, a big Jennifer Lawrence movie. But people weren't nuts about it. Yeah. So what's going on in this movie is she's a ballet dancer uh, who is then uh, in a tragic accident, mm-hmm. crippled uh, in a performance, and no longer has a dancing future. But her uncle. Is a uh, Russian uh, spy government fella, <laughs> and he's like, "Come, uh, come! I got some stuff for you." This all yeah. takes place in Russia, so she's yeah. Russian, um, <laughs> and everyone's just speaking English with like mild Russian accents, okay. which is an, an issue. Yeah, is it? <clears throat> it is. <laughs> is it like a, a, a taste issue, or is it just like this is fucking annoying? Cut it out. Uh, yeah, it's like do the accent or don't because. Yeah. <laughs> Or you're doing the accent, and then you don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, like it's along the lines of the Kevin Costner uh, <laughs> English accent in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, yeah. where it's like sometimes he's British and sometimes he's just Kevin Costner. Yeah. <laughs> and there's definitely some lines where I'm like, there was no accent there whatsoever. Yeah, and now like mild, like uh, I'm doing accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah, her Russian accent is a little. Uh, it's like they couldn't decide scene to scene. Just accent, no accent. Yeah. Yeah, do the accent. No, no, no accent. Um, uh, Don't they send her to a school of some kind? They send her to a school. Now, if you were going to be a spy, if if the government was like, we want you to be a deep cover spy. I see where this is going. uh, And they sent you to a school to learn how to do that. What do you think you would do in that school? Learn how to have sex and seduce people. uh, Yeah, and nothing else, (laughs) right? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you need to learn how to fight or... uh, do yeah uh, uh, any multitude Anything of things else. that I understand spies do from a uh, ton of other movies, <laughs> um, but in this one it's just like uh, no, you're going to learn how to uh, give the guy you don't like a blowjob. Yeah, <laughs> no joke. That's what this uh, movie's about. Yeah, and it's just that for like quite a while. Oh, God. Tell you what though, I did fall asleep, uh, <laughs> but I will never return to this movie. I yeah. saw most of it. Okay, and uh, she become then they're like she's like no, I won't do the things i'll do some of them but not everything yeah and then they're like you're pushing back and she's like yeah but uh whatever and then they're like well good so now you're gonna go out and you're gonna seduce joel edgerton yeah and i'm watching the movie I'm like oh i'm just so bored and the sex is not sexy and it's not provocative it's just like this is no i, ah. I uh, from what i hear there's a very like like she's very nude in this movie yeah. like she she made the decision to be very nude in this movie right uh, and that always not like being nude in a movie is a big fucking deal or anything. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like fine, fucking be nude or whatever. Uh, but um, like I, I, I always heard like, oh, she made a big brave choice to be nude. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then when it, it's just like shitty, you're just like, yeah. oh, sorry, you mm. made that yeah, choice. You blew it. Yeah. Is yeah. it is it like really? 
like I I could never tell from the reception and the advertising if this was going to be like ha- like a movie where there's like you know a, an anti you know message like a feminist message to it or if Listen, it's going to be there just may an very well be movie. one again I didn't see the end yeah, of the movie okay. to get me there but I don't really feel like it there's a little bit of like no who yeah but it's a, it's 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 <laughs> no who <laughs> it's empty yeah uh, and I'm just like I'm watching I'm like fine so she's gonna get into a cat and mouse of sexy proportions with Joel Edgerton. Yeah. And I'm like, she's either going to fuck him to death or she's going to have to fuck someone to save him. Yeah. Uh, or she's going to fuck everyone over. I don't know. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I know how it ends and I, I don't yeah. really care. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's a... Uh, Doesn't sound very good. No. <laughs> the best thing uh, I can say about this movie is a little thing I read. And I'm like, nailed it. Exactly. Somebody said this movie either needs to be a whole lot better or a whole lot worse for it to be good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I can see that. Yeah, and because it's not very provocative, it's not very sexy. The spy stuff isn't intelligent. Like it's not, uh, it's not t- Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. It's, yeah, you know, it's like there's a little like, ooh, who's this? They're that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Like it should be <laughs> either more. Trashy and Todd. Yeah, you either gonna be really trashy <laughs> and like you know, or, or really gritty and street. Like, go love him Nikita yeah. with this, or or make this thing even more artistic and out there. You know, but yeah. just getting a big actress to take her top off doesn't make it a provocative yeah. sex film. And it's just none of it was none of it was interesting. It was uh, I was incredibly yeah. bored and then occasionally very creeped out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks. Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow, but no thanks. But yeah, so yeah. I fell asleep somewhere with about, I don't know, 30 minutes to go. Okay. No dice. Never I think we're going to end up seeing this because Emma really wanted to see it. Oh, So I, yeah. I think she's going to want to watch yeah, it at some point. Tell so me if, uh, I'll let you know yeah, yeah. if I end up seeing it. Uh, can I predict the ending? Yeah. Can you tell me if I'm right? Yeah. Is she going to listen to this? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so uh, she, got, she has to pretend to be. She's assigned to uh, do deep cover, seduce Joel Edgerton, yeah. who's an American CIA guy, uh, to find out who his mole is, right? Okay. And then, but she does it really clumsy off the top, where he, like, totally knows that she's trying to okay. tail him and pretend she's somebody else. And I'm like, she's doing that on purpose, because she is trained to find the void in their life and fill oh, that okay. void. But he's obsessed with the job, so she's okay. like, I'll become the job. Yeah. So then you're taking on, like, it looks like she doesn't know what she's doing, but she does know what she's doing. But they do kind of fall in love a little bit, but she's doing the whole thing so she can get out of Russia because they've been treating her like shit. She loves okay. her government, but her country's been treating her like fucking garbage. Or rather, she loves her country, but her government's been treating her <laughs> like garbage. And so she's going to try and get her mom, who is an invalid, out of the country. And I bet she does it by fucking her uncle over. Okay. I'll let you know. Right He's a dead over. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Okay. He did go to yeah. sex school. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you it's That's the uncle. Uncle, okay. Yeah. I was, I was just like, yeah. he's, he's, they, they, they paint him deeper and darker shades of, of shit. Yeah. Each scene he's in, I'm like, no, you're garbage. Yeah. Something's going to happen to you. <laughs> and she's probably going to zip away. I don't know if she's okay. actually in love with Edgerton or not. I can't yeah. uh, care. <laughs> <laughs> That's my prediction. Okay. I'll let you know if yeah, I yeah. end up seeing it. Sorry but, for the spoilers. Yeah. Um, I watched a film that I, I don't know if I will be able to go super deep into it, but I have tons of thoughts about it and I've continued to think about it since I watched it. Um, uh, you were never really here directed by Lynn Ramsey, uh, and starring Joaquin Phoenix. 
this is a movie where uh, Joaquin oh, Phoenix yes. is um, kind of an assassin. He uh, used to be in the military. He's he's a veteran, and he's kind of really sort of quiet and headstrong. He's not afraid of violence, and he's mm-hmm. tracking down people and murdering them. He, he specifically tracks down a lot of missing girls, and uh, he has gets this job that spirals out of control. Um, and it is a very sort of deconstructed take on the revenge thriller, and I fucking loved yeah. this movie. I saw the first, like, 10, 15 minutes, but Athena and I were both, like, tired, and we're it's like... It's not a tired movie, We can't yeah. do this right yeah. now. <laughs> this is too artsy and heavy. Yeah. So, yeah, but I'm dying to see it, and yeah. I heard that, yeah. I, I'd like to talk about it when some others have seen it. I will watch yeah. it this week, for sure. It's, it's been on my to-do list, yeah. so... Yeah. I loved it so much, and I think what Lynn Ra- Lynn Ramsey does with this movie is just... Fucking amazing, and this this is gonna what sound. What else has she done? Uh, well, she did. We need to talk about Kevin, and oh. she did a movie called Morvin Caller, and a oh. movie called Rat Catcher. Mormon Caller. Morvin Caller. Morvin. What? Or Morvin Callar. Morvin. Um. Morvin. <laughs> Morvin. <laughs> yeah, like a bunch of and the um, <laughs> very successful <laughs> sort of art house movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And and uh, like this, it sounds weird to say it, but like. The stuff that she chooses to show or not show in this movie is so cool and very um, interesting. And the way it's structured, you know, I've seen it called multiple places, like a deconstruction of the kind of genre thriller that it is. And and it makes sense because it's like the bones of it. You're like, yeah, I've seen movies like this, but I've never seen one executed the way this one is being executed. It's just so cool. And I'd like to talk about it more when someone. Yeah. When you guys Mm -hmm. see it. I will um, see it. It's a it, I one of my easily going to be my, one of my favorite movies of this year. I think. So you were never really here. Check it out in theaters in Toronto and uh, expanding wide now. Uh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. What else from you guys? Casey, Casey. Uh, I've been Casey. expanding wide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a nice uh, shirt. Oh yeah, you Casey. said it was just yeah. What's that? I like your shirt. Thanks. Yeah, mm. this is my uh, little greeny. You, it's a linen, right? I'm a little greeny. I no. No, looks like a linen. Looks, looks like, like a linen. the linen that we talked about on the show. Before. Well, I know because I bought four or five. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. I was wondering, colors. but I haven't seen the shade. It's very nice. Yeah, it's not a bad one. Um, yeah. So basically, I've just been hanging out wearing a lot of shirts. It's nice. a good yeah. idea. You said just those two shows, right? Was I basically, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think. We started to watch the other night. We tried to watch um, uh, Peter Rabbit. Okay, but uh, that was a no go. Yeah. The kids were uh, the kids were everywhere. The kids yeah. were yeah. everything. Is it? I don't know. I've, I've heard not, not. I've heard it's pretty good. Is there live action? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, live. I yeah. find Zoe doesn't go for if there's yeah. people in it. She's like, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The whole time Beatrice was like, "Who's this fucking guy? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he there?" I get the rabbits, and that <laughs> rabbit yeah. can fuck off too. No, she hated the rabbits. Oh, really? <laughs> no, she just they, she just wasn't interested. Yeah, it was just like. Yeah, apparently we're not doing a movie right now. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I have decided no movie. (laughs) uh, But also, uh, you know, on his best day, I don't find James Corden that entertaining. And he's the voice of the thing. And also, this movie suffers from um, having seen Paddington. Yeah. Uh, And thinking, oh, we could do that. Right. Mm -hmm. No, you can't. Nope. (laughs) <laughs> not easy. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> it has it has all the right people sure. in it. You know, it's got uh, Donald Gleason. It's yeah. got uh, uh, Daisy Ridley does a, a voice. Uh, other yeah. cool people do voices. Not easy to make those things yeah. good, man. 
Uh, yeah, no, it's it's real. Uh, uh, yeah, and this one's uh, I don't know from what I saw. Yeah. just not fair enough. All right, I'll take it. Anything, Greg? Yeah. Well, speaking of children and viewing, yeah, I saw a movie. Uh, this would be a fun thing, actually. Maybe we can hit on a couple of times. Okay. Something came up. Uh, did you post it maybe in the the Slack about find your uh, go the, the last ten years? Yeah. And find the highest rated movie letter on let, movie on Letterbox that you haven't seen. Yeah. Right. So it's and like most popular for each let yeah for each year. And my mine mine list is not all that interesting. Yeah. I really nailed the last ten years <laughs> <laughs> about the Like I don't need to see Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Right. Uh, but one of them I was saw on there. 15 minutes of that. Oh. And, uh, Jesus. Yeah. If I could compare it to uh, anything in terms of boredom, it's a lot like a Harry Potter movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, one thing that was on there, though, it was recommended that I check out, so I did. Uh, and so I watched a movie with my daughter this weekend called Ponyo. Oh, yeah. Oh, you watched Ponyo! Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, man. Ponyo's yes. wonderful. Ponyo <laughs> is Maybe one of my favorite movies. It's we watched it again recently too sure. because Beatrice. We we asked Beatrice. We we're like, "What movie do you want to watch?" And yeah, she wanted to watch Ponyo. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, uh, I've been meaning to watch a bunch of those because we did Pompoco and we were yeah. going to do a bunch more of the Studio Ghibli stuff. Um, but uh, I haven't seen that one. Um, it's uh, bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and amazing and visually stunning. And I was just sitting on the couch uh, watching with Zoe, and she likes a lot of different stuff now. Um and uh, but she kept on telling me she was like glued to it. Yeah, yeah. Just in a way, Beatrice I watches it like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like with, with the gate, the gate, yeah. yeah. yeah just... And then, but every ten minutes or so, she she was go not look at me. She would just say to herself, "I like this one." <laughs> <laughs> that is so sweet because yeah. Beatrice is the same way. She's just just absolutely in love with the magic of that movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, she loves Ponyo and she loves um, Sosuke. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh man, I yeah. love that movie so much. I gotta so watch good. that. My one. daughter is now creeping down the stairs behind us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <She what>? <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh. <laughs> Aww. Hello, Johnny friend. Hi. Hello. Did you see Ponyo, friend? Yeah. yeah, she's yeah. very excited about Ponyo. Yeah, Ponyo's <laughs> wonderful. Did you? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I know I'm going to see a lot more Ponyo in my future. Oh, yeah. boy, I'm telling you, nice. second and third viewing, just as great. Nice. And you know what? It's one where the, um, I mean, it has a stellar voice cast. Yeah. And um, Miyazaki himself has said you should see it 
with the dubbing. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, you don't don't see it with uh, the uh, subtitles. subtitles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, um, yeah, Liam Neeson, fantastic. Liam Neeson, Tina Fey. Oh, man, Tina Fey's uh, great in it. Betty White, Lily Tomlin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They nailed um, it. They yeah. really went out there for it. Like, it's it's so well. The voice casting is great, and Matt Damon doesn't have that much to do, but he's great. <laughs> he's good, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, Liam Neeson's really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but his character's so bizarre I love interesting. that character. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it's nice to have a new repeat watch thing in there. I don't know how many times I've seen Alice in Wonderland in the last yeah. couple of weeks. Do you like Ponyo? <laughs> Do you like Ponyo? Bunny. Oh, there's a bunny. bunny. Oh, you a see bunny your bunny up there. Yeah, yeah, you want your bunny? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want your bunny? Yeah. <laughs> okay. For the listeners, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would very much like that but. Yeah, I'm gonna have to put that at the top of my list because I'm I basically added to my letterbox watch list like most of the Julie that I haven't seen, which is a, a lot of them. Yeah, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put that one to the top. Yeah. Oh my god, it, it's, it's a, so it's a good. Yeah, and it's not just a great kids movie. It is a great kids movie, but it was it's very watchable because it has this quality to it <laughs> that. Uh, uh, when we were wa- when it was on, Athena was like, "This music sounds like it's from like a, an '80s movie." Yeah, yeah, and it feels like one. It has this like that perfect pitch Spielberg magic. Yeah, Joe Hisaishi is, I think, probably my favorite uh, film composer. He is phenomenal, and, and and like all of the the music for that and Totoro and and uh, have you guys seen Totoro? Yet? No, no, not yet. I this actually, this is my first yeah. uh, oh, my first that. one. Yeah. Oh, oh, I haven't seen God, Spirited Away. So I yeah. haven't seen uh, Emma? Spirited Away and um, Howl's Moving Castle. I and seen. Howl's Moving Castle. They're good, and they have the same sort of structure where it's just like a bunch of crazy shit happening all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they almost feel a little bit more, a little bit older. They feel like a little right. bit uh, uh, mature. Well, more like focused. In their uh, intention, Ponyo, and you know what I love the song, the theme song. <laughs> Do you know? I, I can't remember. Like it, it comes up thematically within the uh, the score, but uh, ha- have you heard the actual Ponyo song? Uh, like one of the credits at the beginning, or um, I don't know. I, I no, I don't think it is in the in the credits. Yeah, I think it sure. plays over sure. the end or something. But yeah, yeah. it's this really really sweet song that. Uh, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. yeah, I yeah Emma has has seen a number like most of them, and she's super super big into them. And so one of the reasons why when I went and watched Pompoco, um, we watched that one because it was one that she hadn't seen, yeah. and it, and it was like a weirder one. And so we just kind of was like, let's watch one. Both of us will be fresh on, and that one's really weird. And I really liked it, but it is one of the ones that I can see being a bit more kind of not as. I don't know. It's hugely successful, but yeah. like in terms of being a, an amazing piece. But I thought it was like awesome. So I can't wait to see some more of the stuff that. I don't know who did that one. I don't know who the filmmakers, but it's not Miyazaki. Yeah. Um, but it's it's pretty good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to watch more of those. I like and for, for the listeners, uh, uh, when Zoe just came down the stairs, I asked her if she saw Ponyo and her whole face, face just lit up, lit up. Yeah, yeah. Lit up. Like and and I love that I love that so much because again like it's the same thing with Beatrice like she just watches it like uh, yeah it's got a different kind of magic yeah, yeah it totally yeah. does yeah sweet and I love like I I so love that uh, that you got to share that with yeah uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that was dynamite yeah 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 it was a great time yeah yeah mm-hmm. um I have one other super super quick one um I went to the theater to see a eighties film that I'd seen already. Um, but I went and saw 1983's Get Crazy, 
uh, in a theater here, which is directed by Alan Arkush, who did Rock and Roll High School. Um, and this is a movie I talked about, I think, maybe two years ago. It's a movie that takes place on New Year's Eve at a fictional mov- uh, music theater. And it's based on Alan Arkush's experience um, being an usher um, at a super huge uh, music theater in Los Angeles that I can't remember the name of now off the top of my head. Um, but uh, basically it's like a wacky comedy uh, in the in the style of Airplane, um, but infused with like moments of his sort of um, growing up around a lot of these types of bands. And it stars Malcolm McDowell, Daniel Stern, Ed Begley Jr. Um, it uh, Lou Reed's in it. Leaving from Fear is in it. Um, Paul Bartel has a moment. Dick Miller, Clint Howard is in there. Um, uh, Alan Arkish himself is in there. Um, tons and tons and tons and tons of people. And Alan Arkish did a Q&A afterwards, um, Skyped in to the movie theater. And this movie has become one of my favorite movies ever. And it is so, so, so... I mean, it is stupid. And it is wacky. (laughs) Basically, he was like, I want to make a movie that's really personal. Um, and then he wrote this <laughs> and script. And I'm really stupid. No, and he wrote so. this script. Um, it was the Fillmore East where he was an usher, and he like saw every amazing huge band from the 60s and 70s there, and he wrote this script about it, like American Graffiti-esque, and then the company that purchased the script were like, cool, we're going to make it, but you got to make it like Airplane. And he was like, oh, fuck, well, I want this movie to be made, so I'm going to do it. So then, like, they just stuffed the script with, like, non-sequiturs and zany jokes and sound Mm. effects and stuff. But (laughs) fucking Lou Reed playing, like, a parody of himself slash Dylan. Malcolm McDowell playing a parody of, of, uh, of, like, the Rolling Stones Mick Jagger slash, like, Bon Jovi. Uh, He has these just, like, big, outrageous songs, and he's, like, pompous. And there's a part where he gets, like, lit on drugs and starts talking to his dick, which, like, talks back to him. And uh, it, it, it is amazing. Like a little mouth? Like no, you don't see it, no. But Lee Ving just plays this, like, dude that this kind of new wave band that's sort of modeled after the Go-Go's. Uh, he's, like, they, like, let him loose during the show, and he, like, signs a contract by headbutting it at one point. Um, it is just anarchic crazy uh just wild wacky comedy but it is the the this is the third time i've seen it and i just love it more and more each time and it and i i don't know there's just something about it it's it's so rewatchable i feel like you've watched this before i feel yeah. like uh, uh i brought it up the, the first time i ever saw it which was maybe like two years ago because it is something that kind of stuck with me I yeah feel like i feel like it's something i need to it's see. It, it when i see it like there's a couple moments where you have that like okay this is a bit dated there's a there's one or two jokes where you're like don't say that anymore <laughs> but otherwise it is like i don't understand why uh why it was never regarded it, it, i think it was one of those things where it just never made it off vhs they like lost the print and then the rights and the music it's one of those kind of movies yeah. but I, I have no idea why more people don't fall in love with it it's so funny i mean i'm dumb and i like dumb comedies but <laughs> it's i love it get crazy you can see it on youtube at wink wink if you need to uh, <laughs> but I believe there might be like a, a bare bones DVD out there. But uh, yeah, 1983, Alan Arkish. I think I like it more than Rock and Roll High School. Um, and I love Rock and Roll High School. <laughs> so yeah, I love that movie. 
Sorry, my son. My, my wife just sent me a picture of my son, and he looks like a dumb idiot. <laughs> uh, he's fun. Uh, anyway, yes, yeah. I definitely want to check that yeah. out. Anything else from you guys? No. No. Hmm. Okay. I guess that means it's time for Film Roulette. I guess it does. I guess it does. Let's go. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week it was Rampage, uh, and the low roller has to see something terrible this week. It was Cyber Mutt, uh, but the low roller gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. And then we will roll four movies next week. Rampage, directed by Brad Payton, uh, is a movie uh, with the tagline, Big Meets Bigger. (laughs) Uh, And it is about an extraordinarily intelligent silverback gorilla who has been in the care of the character played by Dwayne Johnson since birth, but a rogue genetic experiment gone awry mutates this gentle ape into a raging creature of enormous size. And I guess there's two other things there, too. (laughs) This is a really long synopsis. I'm not going to read all of it, but Dwayne Johnson's in it, Naomi Harris, uh, tons of other names here. Um, and on Letterboxd right now, out of five stars, it has an average rating of 2.7. Um, but we picked this because it looked like the kind of dumb fun that we go for here. Yeah. It's based on the video game of the same name, which was a game where you controlled one of three monsters and yep. smashed a bunch of buildings. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then sometimes you turned into a little man in underwear. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Or you grabbed Most the times. toilet and you went, Pleh! Yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Rampage, go for it. <laughs> Uh, They're just looking at each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How do... Let's see. Um, well, this movie is very, very stupid. It's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is very, very stupid. Yeah. But you know how, like, something like... And not to compare it because it's a giant monster movie, but yeah. you know 1998's Godzilla? I didn't think yeah. of that movie more than once while yeah. I was watching this movie. Yeah, that movie is so stupid. It's very bad. And you're like... I've seen it eight times. Yeah, I, was, I was, <laughs> like how stupid this movie yeah. is. The Rampage movie, it's um, it's a zero-sum game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, like, at no point did it offend me by no. showing itself to my eyes. <laughs> but also, at no point did I stand up and say, I'm watching a movie right now. <laughs> I will say, now, I didn't have the worst time watching this, because it's fine. Yeah. It's, well, not fine. Okay. It's not good. There was a point in the first, like, half an hour or so where I was like, I am on board for this shit show. Yeah. Uh, but it stopped being quite as silly fun. After that half hour, yeah, it becomes very boring. Yes. Yeah. There is a whole stretch where you're like, oh, am I going to learn about everybody's backstory? <laughs> yeah. No, Literally everybody care. in the world. Oh, no. I don't care. Because, yeah, I, yeah, I don't care yeah. what this scientist. I don't care... About her brother. <laughs> uh, There's a brother in this. I don't, I don't care. Like, I I literally don't need to know anything about any of these no, people. No, no, no. Even The Rock, who, in the worst fucking movie, is still very watchable. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. He's just walking around having fun. Like, yeah. it's just fun to watch him have fun. Yeah. Um, and, uh... uh 
but yeah, there's this whole stretch where it's just kind of like, let's learn everything about everyone. Yeah, yeah. And um, that is fucking bullshit. That is some dull shit. <laughs> uh, and it's like, we're... And I mean this in the best way. This movie shares some DNA with, like, the Transformers movies. Yeah. Uh, okay. It, in their sort of pitch, their tone, but what it has that those movies don't have is a Dwayne Johnson in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Where you really like somebody. Because um, there's nothing... To, and, and also, it's not racist. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's that. Yeah, and it's, it's not sexist. It doesn't objectify and it's not any women. Trying to make me fantasize about a 14 year old girl yeah, or anything. Yeah. Uh, and it's got like it does a, a half half ass job of some gender representation here um, and some uh, multiculturalism going on. So it's okay. not just like a. Well, I think it's very equal opportunity yeah. in that everybody who's not the rock is yeah. boring as fuck. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, listen, that's tasked that's task you. Like, listen, we've got Dwayne Johnson in yeah. this movie, yeah. so you better be as entertaining as him yeah. or you're going to look like or, shit. L- or watch the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, when that's the task, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was like, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan in this movie is a lot like um, uh, Tommy Lee Jones in yeah. Batman Forever, where he's trying to outmug uh, nice. Jim Carrey. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. You old man, you must be so tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he makes a choice and sticks to it. Um, yeah. Which and I will, sucks. I tip my hat to because it's so bad. Yeah, um, it sucks. So there is stuff in this movie that's so bad, it's wonderful. Okay. Um, See, that's where I think I disagree. Yeah? I, I don't think there's anything about this movie that I found wonderful. Uh, well, I laughed at some at how bad things were more than once. And, like, literally, at the end of this movie, a character says to Dwayne Johnson, well, thank you for saving the world. (laughs) 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 And there's fist pumps and all kinds of silliness. Um, And so it's not good. And it's a a bummer, too, because there there could be something to watch. It's when you get into mass destruction of a city, which we've seen so many times, I just can't possibly care. Yeah. Yeah. It never looks great. And no, it just, because it's always it's it's always whipping around and yeah, like, and I just yeah. saw a building and more yeah. smoke and we're gonna do some more nine eleven imagery yeah, more rubble just, yeah lay off that this movie has like when it finally gets to the destruction of the city yeah. it's 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 becomes boring again very boring because yeah. it's like okay. uh, and when they're when you have a uh, a SWAT or a SEAL team that's hunting the giant wolf in the woods I'm like this is far more interesting. Than city destruction. Yeah, at least that was like there was a little bit of something kind of neat to it. But Ish. that lasts for like eh, two minutes. Three I'm minutes surprised there's then... not more like we're in the city, we're in the woods, we're in the jungle. Like oh, I'm no. surprised well, there's not like, more. The plot is just so dumb. Okay. <laughs> and, and and like good on him for for going like look, this is a movie about big monsters. Yeah, yeah. Let's go easy on the plot here. Sure. But uh, but it really is just like hey, we made some monsters in outer space and. Yeah. Um, and now they want to go to the city. Yeah. <laughs> That's the plot. I just, yeah. yeah. And I think, honestly, huge mistake not following the character designs somewhat of the video game. And, like, why isn't a giant wolf man? Giant lizard yeah. man. Yeah. That, that's, Much more that, fun. That was my, that was my huge that problem movie. with what's going on in movies today. And I think the Marvel movies have... Uh, uh, 
their part to play in, in yeah, why these movies this. suck because they're trying so hard to make it to root it in real life kind of thing. Mm. But if, if you're going to do something as outlandish as this, make make them look silly like yeah. make them look a little bit silly have them still destroy shit and kill people and shit yeah make them look a little bit silly yeah i it, in the first avengers when they had that big city fight with those like flying things yeah they were silly-ish looking right and i feel like maybe yeah. they landed like that, that was, a little bit the problem, wonderful a little though, bit better was, yeah the, the thing is where uh, where marvel movies kind of do it all right it's just everything has to be rooted in in this sort of like serious reality yeah. where well you know how did this big monster become a big monster mm-hmm. well it started out as a yeah. you know crocodile or whatever bullshit the big lizard man was <laughs> um and then we have to we have to you know like extrapolate with using our pseudoscience yeah. uh, as to how it would get or or at the very least in in some of the marvel movies when we're doing these big like destruction scenes the the destruction is is treated you know from that kind of realistic way, especially in the one where they made the point of saying, like, we're going to stop and save people. Uh, which one was that? Was it the second Avengers movie yeah. where they were like, we got to get these people off this right, floating right. disc yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so I know what you mean by like the, what I saw from the trailers of this and all the rubble and what you see in like those movies, you're just like, it does kind of feel like it's an offshoot of it. Maybe even more so man of steel, which was very like, well, that's we're the in the city and smashing the rubble. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, please stop. <laughs> yeah. On the positive side, uh, Dwayne Johnson's very good in it. Yeah, he's a lot And he of fun. does a fine job of selling. Like, David Hasselhoff always thought he deserved more credit for having to act off of a car, right? <laughs> and, like, that's hard to do. Yeah. And he's not he's not wrong. Um, it's hard to sell that. Yeah, yeah. Make that seem palatable? Yeah. That's, yeah. Not, that's not easy to do. It's very dumb. And right. so Dwayne Johnson does a really great job of building this relationship with a giant monkey that he talks to through sign language and fucking selling it. That actually, now I believe that you his relationship it, with George. Yeah. Now that you mention it, it it's it, fucking mind blowing. And I didn't even really think about it like yeah. this, but it really is mind blowing. The amazing chemistry that he has <laughs> with a thing that is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like that's. That is some fucking crazy shit. You have yeah. to be an insanely charismatic person. Yes. Uh, and yeah, he really does. You're just yeah. kind of like, I like these friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, get yeah, why. That, that's pretty good. I don't understand why why monster movies can't be that silly. Because now I'm just thinking about like, okay, well, what monster movies have I seen recently that I liked? And I find it weird that my mind goes to The Shape of Water, which was a very serious movie with mm. a kind of silly-looking monster. But it works. But, but that's <laughs> the thing, is that there's an outlandishness to the world of The Shape yeah. of Water yeah. that that it endears you to it and, and pulls you into it. Yeah. Uh, so that you can be all like, oh, he's eating a kitty. <laughs> <laughs> silly yeah. fool. Um, but I want the Rampage movie that... That we're talking about. I it, want, like, the green it, monster, not a gray monster or yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it, it really should have been that. And the fact that it wasn't just really makes this, uh, uh, again, it's an absolute zero-sum game. By the end of it, I was like, I was affected in no way by this. Sounds yeah. more middling than anything with oh, some like moments it, of Like, it fun. was desperately trying to stay right in the middle. Malin Ackerman who is phenomenal in so many different ways. Yeah. She's always great. She plays the bad guy in this. So yeah. 
like her with her charisma and what she can do, she could have been so crazy scenery chewing. Like she could have been a real bright spot in this movie, and she does nothing. Yeah, mm. like she fucking collects a paycheck, says some words, and then goes home. Yeah, it's a bummer. Wow. No. Yeah, this no is references the to the video game. No, none at all. <laughs> and I'm like, why not? Yeah. I, I feel like if you just like, okay, here's this is the idea. Is like, okay, what if these things come down? These uh, experiments from space, and it gets a wolf and a yeah. alligator and a monkey, and they get big. Like, all right, sure. I think if you took ten minutes <laughs> and l- just looked at the game, yeah, like two minutes, two minutes of your ten, and you looked at the game, and okay, the, the Zelda is. But then that's all of it. Yeah, I'm sure you could come up with. A more interesting idea that involves people that turn into these giant monsters. Yeah. And at the end, at least one of them turns into a little man in underwear and scurries away. <laughs> just one. one. Here, and he just sidesteps away, and we <laughs> never have to talk about it again. Figure out a way why they have to destroy the whole city, yeah. why they have to punch down the buildings and eat That's people. What I, so I was going to say, even if you say, like, make the movie the way they made it now, but it wouldn't be that hard to include... One like kind of goofy moment of levity where it like is on the building and it smashes it down from the top and you're yeah. like, hey, hey, yeah, for the yeah, game, sure. or like but listen, punches they, into a building just, and gets electrocuted in a jokey way. It. Same thing, like I said last week when I saw a battleship and yeah. no one says you stuck my battleship, <laughs> you <laughs> fucking idiots. Yeah. yeah. At least Clue did it right. Yes. <laughs> uh, the most wonderful so movie good. of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Looks, Don't be afraid a, to be the thing. Your yeah. thing is about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and this movie aggressively is like, hey, remember, remember that thing? N- Never mind. Nothing. <laughs> nothing about. Forget that thing. Because this thing is not that thing. And it's mm. a real fucking bummer. Yeah. That is a bummer. Sp- uh, do you want to speak about things that aren't that thing? Because <laughs> I watched a movie. <laughs> That we loved the cover for. Yes. Yes. We went nuts for this poster. <laughs> Cyber Mutt, 2003, directed by George Tamiller. <laughs> Holler at you, Tamiller. <laughs> when Rex, a good-natured golden retriever, is given bionic superpowers by an eccentric scientist, he becomes a target of an evil genius determined to possess the new technology at any cost. Starring Judd Nelson and a bunch of other people. This movie features a cover where there is a dog... And it is flexing a muscle yes. and wearing sunglasses. Wow. And there's a kid going like, they, and a Judd Nelson going, huh? And mm. then some guys that are like, we're going to get that dog in the background. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. this dog never wears sunglasses. He never flexes his muscle. And fuck you, Cybermutt. <laughs> this is false advertising. <laughs> Sounds a lot like Rampage. Uh-huh. It's not the thing that I wanted. What does the Cybermutt do? What are his cyber powers? Uh, so here's what happens. It is <laughs> He's got email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get texts Listen, on this him. dog loves to chat <laughs> on various chat <laughs> You can get ICQ servers. on him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so the movie is about a boy and his mother who have a dog named Rex uh, there is allusions to a father that is gone or possibly dead, and um, they are out walking their dog, and they run into Judd Nelson, who is a wacky scientist who's yeah. got this wacky uh, spacesuit thing on that like heightens the senses, and it's a microchip that's going to change the world. And um, they're like, hey, you're a weirdo. And then 
they're in the park when they meet him and they're kind of talking and, and stuff. And all of a sudden, a car out of nowhere comes and is going to hit Judd Nelson. So the dog jumps and pushes Judd Nelson out of the way, mm. getting hit by a car. He mm. looks pretty fine, but okay. they decide uh, that they will take him to Judd Nelson's laboratory. This man they just met who was wearing a weird suit um, instead of to a vet. And Judd Nelson is like, how about... I remove this dog's skeleton and replace it with this cyber skeleton. <laughs> and he does that piece Man, by piece. I'll get to the cyber skeleton later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he does it piece by piece, which was weird because oh, the dog got hit by car. Because that's the kind of thing you want to do all at once. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I can't stress enough that the dog, like, just fell over on the ground. It's not like this dog was obliterated by the car. I don't know why everything needs to be replaced. Um. <laughs> Listen, you can either let me turn your dog into a robo dog, or I'll fucking kill him myself. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's so weird that their first instinct. He's like, "Listen, I'm a scientist. I can help your dog that needs veterinary help." <laughs> like, I was like, "Why are you going along with this madman that you just met?" Anyway, he does that. There's some bad guys out after him, um, and the dog can do wild things like know where a ball is going to be. Uh, which is great. <laughs> yeah, well, he's sometimes like, I'm like, hey, yeah. where's that ball, <laughs> where's that ball going to be? A lot of the time, if I see a ball, I know exactly where it is. Yeah. Oh, you know who's good at finding balls? All dogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what he does is he's like, I'm going to throw a ball at this like angle at a wall, and it's going to bounce crazily over the room, but he'll know where to stand. And so like it's bouncing, and the dog just finds a spot and stands there and then it goes like it bounces for a while longer and then hit and he goes, and chomps in the mouth like Ugh. he knew it was going to be there because he could calculate the uh, the angles the magic of film yeah something so <laughs> fantastical yeah imagine um, a dog who knows where to stand in a room yeah <laughs> at one point he jumps through a window which was the best part of the movie because it was a shot of a dog doing a stunt jump through a window which was wicked Great. um and other than that, he, like, foils some bullies. So, like, Does he stand in any other room? He stands in a lot of rooms. <laughs> he knows the exact right spot. Yeah. And then finally, at the end of the movie, it turns into Home Alone, and he, like, pulls on a rope, and it makes some, like, cans fall on a dude, and, like, that kind of shit. Wow. Uh, this movie sucks. It was filmed in Toronto, though. Oh, great. Um, I had this weird feeling the whole movie, like, I feel like this is Toronto. Um and then it was yeah. when I looked it up. How is Judd? Judd Nelson is wonderful. Yeah, does he seem tired? He's <laughs> better than ever. Uh, <laughs> his best role since Relentless. Yeah. Uh, oh, I saw Relentless <laughs> in, in the, the theater, theater with my mom. With your mom? Okay, <laughs> yep, good. True story. Um, yeah, it, it was funny because Emma was like, what is that guy? I feel like I've seen him in, like, like who is he? I feel like I've seen him in a lot of, like, YTV movies or something, and I w thought it was really funny because you didn't realize it was Judd Nelson, and I was like, that's the guy from The Breakfast Club, Bender, <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> she, she said... And she looked closer at his nostrils and realized, <laughs> of course. She literally him. said what really loudly out loud, and then she said, why did he do this? <laughs> like it was an affront. <laughs> She's like, what is he doing? Like he had a choice. Yeah. yeah. And then I said, well, his career <laughs> is not that great. Yes. Uh, he did a lot of not good things. But yeah, it's he's he's being wacky. They've got his like hair spiked up in that kind of like make him look younger a little kind oh, of way yeah, from yeah. the 90s. Right. Um, 
yeah, this is bad. This is the kind of thing that would just be like like time filler on YTV, and some kid will be like, the dog jumped. Nice. I was dying <laughs> for some chomps. I yeah. fucking love chomps. I wish this was chomps. That this movie is. I'm sorry. I thought that that was your Polly Shore way of saying you wanted a snack during. I wanted to scarf some grindage. I wanted to chomp some grindage. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, I wish this was the 70s Hanna Barbera movie Chomps. I wish this dog was knocking over cars and doing sweet shit, but no, it was boring and I hated it. Mm. Great. So there you go. Uh, Cybermutt. There you go. Uh, well, sounds uh, like none of us had a good time. Oh, well, Yanni over here. <laughs> yeah. Yanni. <laughs> Let me give him a pen flute. Yeah. Uh, nope, that's Zamfir. So, as I mentioned, the low roller gets to give the winners an album to listen to. I previously gave you guys an album by Wendy's, The Restaurant. The Restaurant. And followed it up with a uh, another rap-based uh, mixtape. EP by another food outlet of of sorts by mm-hmm. the brand Hamburger Helper. They put out an EP called Watch the Stove. <clears throat> so I wanted to know how this fares with Wendy's. Uh, I, from what I have heard, uh, I, I heard some people say that it was wackier and maybe more fun, but I don't know anything other than that. Well, uh, here's the, with this thing. Yeah. Is it's very similar. Yeah. Uh, but... All the songs are about eating or preparing. <laughs> yeah, hamburger like, helper. So I could relate more. I guess what I liked <laughs> the experience. What yeah. I liked more about this is it was less about fuck you McDonald's <laughs> and more about I got my hamburger. <laughs> I got my taco seasoning. <laughs> this one tastes like lasagna. <laughs> and I- and I was like, this is just fun for everyone. <laughs> everyone can yeah. have a good time with Something this. Something like, this one's too hot, I burned my leg. I like, I don't... All right. All right, well, you might not be eating it, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, like, uh, there's a certain point where I was like... Uh, I'm having the same experience as I had with the other one. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but this yeah. one was a little bit more fun, where I was like, I like the way you rhymed ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I saw a track that was four minutes long, though, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't oh, hurt no. you. Yeah. Uh, yes, much better than the Wendy's. Mm-hmm. OK, yeah, good. I don't know what else. Yeah, to say. it's a, from what I heard. It's there, a similar style of yeah, music. It, it is very yeah. similar. Is, but I like the, the, the rapping guy on this one. I like a little bit better than the boring rap on the other one. Yeah, he's a more entertaining rapper. But then there's some singing ones, like some real auto-tune singing ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No good. We don't need to be doing yeah, this. Yeah. But it was fun. Both mixtapes reminded yeah. me of two periods of my life where yeah. I smoked a lot of pot and didn't eat very well. Yeah. But yeah. I, was, I wasn't interested in eating well. I was just interested in eating a, a lot. lot. <laughs> With a dollar menu yeah. or a... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hamburger helper. Well, a box of hamburger helper supposed to feed like a, what, yeah. a family of four? Yeah. Sounds good. I'll just leave it in this Tupperware and I guess I'll <laughs> eat it in front of the television. I guess I'll eat this and some chips. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and a bag of chips. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was back when, when we were high and uh, would live forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and metabolism yeah. didn't mean anything yet. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> But now I'm old and uh, and fat and watching everyone die. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, if only we knew. Uh, yes. That's <laughs> not my life then. anymore. Um, well, awesome. 
Yes. And now it's time for me to give you yet another album. Yeah. And uh, you lost three weeks in a row. Oh yeah, mm. I'm a big loser. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna continue the theme of rap and give you guys a hip hop record yep. that mm. I love from this year. Oh, um, it is an album <laughs> by Gene Gray and Kel Chris. Oh. And it's an album called Everything's Fine. Right. I have this saved in my Spotify. I haven't listened to it yet. I don't know nothing about Gene Gray other than I, I know have nothing. I don't know nothing. <laughs> he didn't do nothing. I don't know nothing about Jean Grey except for I have heard G- her on uh, podcast, and I'm like, she's a fucking delight. Mm. Well, this album is a delight. Um, I will say uh, it is a record that took me some time to uh, absorb. It has that kind of uh, stonery, sort of slow-moving, wacky kind of thing going on, but it's also, there's a lot of uh, thoughtful things that I think that it also brings up, Um, a lot of pointed sort of um, things. I don't know. I'll let you guys just listen to it and tell me what you think, but I really like it. I could see this ending up on my year-end list, but yeah, you know... It has that kind of weird thing. It, for some reason, it reminds me a little bit when I used to listen to like Quasimodo, and it had that kind of all over the place. But you know, it 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 really feels a whole, and I and I think this is a really great record. So, okay. yeah, Jean Grey and Kel Chris, everything's fine. Yeah, and we'll see what you guys think of that one. We will next week. Exciting! Mm-hmm. Now it's time for rolling, rolling. Well, what was that part? I don't know. <laughs> Me shutting the door on that theme song. <laughs> goof, goof. You said goof. <laughs> no, I said gorf. Oh, I used to play gorf all the time. <laughs> uh, Bargain basement and space invaders. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this week's a winner's choice week because there's a couple things coming out. Um, nothing amazing. I know that uh, Tully is coming out, which looks really good. Um, I don't know what that is. That's the Charlize Theron film, the kind of spiritual follow-up to Young Adult. Right. Which looks great. Is it uh, Diablo Cody? It is. Well, uh, I really liked Young Adult. Young Adult I'm not was counting so uh, Diablo yeah. Cody out yet. Yeah, I loved that movie. Um, so, yeah, I really want to see that. There's a couple other things that are coming out that look good, but nothing sort of huge, huge winner's choice. Uh, but we do have a punishment. And, and speaking of continuing themes, yes. Uh, a while back, we picked a loser by a certain director, and uh, I can't remember what the original one was. But then we hop and skipped in a jump. Did, uh, uh, a Midiville. Midiville. A Midiville. A Midiville. Amityville. Mm-hmm. A Midiville. Yeah, he did an Amityville <laughs> movie that was terrible, and so yes. we jumped from there yeah. to Movie, movie's a strong word. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to get into this guy's oeuvre, <laughs> and uh, we jumped to Robert. The yep. Killer Doll movie. Yeah, I saw that. And now we're going to do another Robert movie. Because he's made four of them. Yeah. yeah. And another one coming, right? Yeah. Um, what's this one called again? Uh, Curse of Robert? Robert the Curse? <laughs> it's called Robert, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Robert, the Curse of Robert. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Robert colon, the Curse of Robert. Curse <laughs> Robert. Um, Robert the Doll was the first one directed by Andrew Jones. That's it. And The Curse of Robert, I believe, is the second one, yes. 2006, a student who starts working the night shift at a museum suspects that one of the exhibits, a creepy vintage doll named Robert, is alive. Dot, 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 (laughs) dot. I don't know why there's that many dots after a space. (laughs) 
at the end of the sentence. Awesome. It's an ellipse. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to do that. Yes. We All are. right. Well, let's get rolling. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll. Dice. Here we go. That's a five. Nice. That could be good for me. Nice. Six. six. Nice. <laughs> Casey, that's six. six. Oh, nice. <laughs> Dan, even when you win, you lose. Fuck. Damn it. Even when I roll a good roll for once, it just oh, never, it is un- passed out. unrelenting. <laughs> the bad movies are just raining down upon me, blow after blow. Oh, <laughs> this is like I'm in the middle of the ring and I'm bleeding and <laughs> the podcast just keeps punching my bloody face. Just <laughs> kicking you in the butthole. <laughs> uh, well, on the plus side, I can't wait till next week when we can listen to the Stove Top Stuffing Mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, and I I mean, uh, it makes sense that I'm, I was happy Greg didn't lose because I don't want, I want everyone to get in uh, on this Robert yeah, the yeah, Doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of these, uh, I, I was kind of uh, kind of into losing for this one, but also winning is better. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I did that instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, next week we will talk about Robert the Doll. Yeah. Two, we'll talk about their winner's choice picks. Yeah. Uh, we will talk about the Kelchris and Jean Grey album. And uh, that's our episode for today. Let us know what you think. Info at modernsuperior.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. ModernSuperior.com is where you can find the button for the Patreon, and you'll get uh, bonus episodes like this week's episode of AFI Top 100. Uh. Um, you can do all that. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC. And otherwise, we will see you next Wednesday. Holla at... Jaboyle. 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 <laughs> This episode has been brought to you by the Modern Superior Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.